Today on Campfire, we're chatting to Nick Pilgrim from Cine Robota. Uh, Nick runs a very successful vlog where he helps people with video content and hints and tips and advice. Aside from that, his business uh, does everything from uh, corporate show reels through to TV adverts. Nick's going to spend a little bit of time with us today talking about uh, some hints and tips that people can put into place if they're looking to do their own video content or even get some professional input. Uh, so thanks very much for joining us, Nick. Uh, really good to have you with us. Good to be here. Good stuff. So you know the campfire format. We've had a brief chat ahead of ahead of this. Um, so really, Nick, it's it's kind of over to you to give us um, three things that people should consider if they're looking at video content. Cool. So I was I was on a bit of a think about um, the sort of the three topics that would maybe try and get people thinking a little bit about the stuff that they're doing because video is becoming a far more sort of prevalent thing um, um, on the sort of on on our social spheres on the people that we we, we interact with online um and the, the it's it makes me just sort of think about what sort of mindset people maybe should maybe have with these things and if there's anything that maybe we can help with or i can uh, offer some advice to help with to try and make them a little bit better so the, the three things i really want to talk about first of all was um really how it's kind of become just more prevalent and particularly um self-shot vlogging style content that people do now it, it kind of felt like a I don't know, with the pre-pandemic that that self-shot stuff and self-shot content um, almost felt a little bit cheap, uh, which is in some ways a bit of a shame because I think self-shot stuff, uh, if you're if you're whether it's you know vlogging or whether it's you just kind of filming stuff, filming yourself and your own thoughts about something, um, it, it kind of feels like it's a bit more from the horse's mouth in a lot of ways, and it can add really add that sort of more human element to stuff. Um, and yeah. it just it just stri strips out the middleman if there is a middleman in that whole whole process. And we're all experts in the things that we're experts about. Um, or we should, you know, <laughs> we should be, I suppose. Um, being able to share that expert that expertise from from our mouths directly is is a powerful thing. I think. Yes, I'd, I'd agree. I think uh, it's interesting that I've, you know we we were chatting before, and and I was kind of saying, you know, this this kind of prevalence of video brings. Uh, a little extra authenticity to things perhaps that as you quite rightly say may not have been quite so acceptable pre pre pandemic and and of course one thing that i think has happened during lockdown is we're all having to um do calls like this and you know chat much more using you know tools like zoom people do crave that human element uh, so getting that into your video content really really important stuff i think i think so and the thing is about it is is that although i mean because hey we're all way more comfortable in front of a camera now, um, whether that camera is, is built into a computer or, um, or you know, a webcam in front of us. And you know, hopefully that translates as well to actually having, if you have a physical camera in front of you, um, well, you need to, you can, you can record this stuff through phones and it, it can be really high quality actually through phones. But um, the, the, the thing that I've noticed is, however, with this kind of um, influx of people creating their own video content and filming themselves and kind of putting their own thoughts out there is, is that, you get a real mix of the uh, of a mindset with this stuff and you can tell so some people they're creating content rather than to add value they're creating content to sell stuff um and you can just spot it a mile away when someone's sitting there talking about features and benefits and stuff that they do and get in touch today if you feel like if you feel like we can help you with something and you're like just no just <laughs> like there's this this concept i heard a while ago from a chap called damien keys he's a He's a, he, he makes uh, vlogs to do with music industry. But he came up with this really interesting concept called social currency, where he was talking about the idea of you need to build up a social currency before you can ask your audience to do something. 
So you need to build up that ID. You need to imagine it's like a bank account. And then if you've got, I don't know, every time that they hear something, uh, a point that you make, um, then maybe it adds a pound to that bank account. And then when it eventually reaches a hundred pounds, then maybe you can ask them to go do something, whether that's going and buying something or whether that's getting in touch with something or anything like that. But that kind of ties in with the idea of if you create the content you're creating, whether that's through video, whether that's through um, white papers, although they're, they're a little bit out of vogue these days, or it's just any stuff you're putting out on social media. If you're putting stuff out to be able to help people instead of to sell your stuff, then you will you will find um, you'll have an audience that is way more willing to listen to the stuff you have to say, and will yeah. actually take you as as an expert in your field. And when they have a problem that 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 you can fix then who they're going to go to they're going to go to you because they they feel like they've built up that social currency in their minds yes i quite agree i think it's interesting isn't it that the principles that that apply offline if you like still still do apply online don't they so you know those guys that you're talking about that just do a video to sell they're, they're the guys that you might ordinarily meet in a in a room networking for example that are kind of making it rain with the business cards you know nobody wants nobody wants that nobody nobody wants that anymore it's not how how we how we do business so you're quite right i think that point about kind of helping people is really important to nick you were talking about some of the videos that you did even pre-pandemic and how they impacted on your business and the truth is that was just because you were taking time to help people understand things that would benefit them Uh, and that's the other key thing here isn't it It's, it's thinking about I'm going to produce this piece of content and that's ultimately what it is. Uh, you know, in this case, we're talking video, but, but it's a piece of content. What, what is, what has it got to do? What is, what is it that I need people to understand about what I'm telling them? Uh, what is it that I want them to do and why should they do it? You know, that, that, that those key principles still exist. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. This kind of ties in with the previous, um, with the previous pod you've done with uh, Michael Stewart. And that was, there was a lot of stuff he was talking about that really kind of resonated with, with me as well. And I think if, if you can just be, you can be approachable um, with the stuff that you're creating um, to sort of say, look, I, I'm more than happy to help you with this stuff and take the time out of your busy day to be able to help people with stuff. That, that, that sort of thing actually really, actually, bizarrely not maybe not bizarrely tra- translates to actual physical business we we made um actual you know income money actual projects came from the v- vlogs that we were doing now we didn't we didn't just start doing these things um out of pure benevolence you know obviously you, you're doing something in business you want to some kind of business return otherwise it's not cool. a business decision it's a pet project which is fine they're okay and i think we should all have those and stuff that we want to do just because we enjoy doing them but but the, the benefit of those is that Whilst there was no intention of asking, of, of trying to um, galvanize any audience member to come and, you know, uh, pay us money to, to go and film some video content, um, by surely by actually engaging in that, in that benevolence, maybe the wrong word, but, but engaging in that willingness to help somebody with a problem that they have, when they, re- when that pain becomes too, uh, too, uh, so keen to, to an extent where they want to actually be able to go and, fix that pain with something else then they're going they, they, they came to us to be able to go and shoot some stuff so yeah. we had a bunch of people come to us and they were saying great well thank you for helping me with all this um we tried to fix this ourselves and we've gone so far but i think maybe we should bring in bring in people who can do this properly and i think that that doesn't just apply to the video uh, sphere in the video world that kind of applies to anything if you're sitting there building a um if you imagine if you you're a diy enthusiast and you're you're refitting your 
living room out with something. And then you eventually, you know, you've seen a, a someone on LinkedIn who is a builder who's created a, a gazillion pieces of content to help you, I don't know, do uh, whatever it is that you're trying to do and you're building some floating shelves, I don't know. When eventually you sit there after 17 times trying to build these, these <laughs> floating shelves, found out that they aren't floating. The only reason they're only floating for about two seconds is you throw them across the room. <laughs> yeah, I've been there, yeah. Just, again, you know what? I'm just going to call the guy that's been trying to teach me how to do it for all this time and actually just pay him to come and fix this problem for me. Um, yeah. I think it, it just applies across across any industry. I, no, I think I think you're right. But but going back to that content, as you say, the, the, you know, the, there may be an air of benevolence about it, but but you're brand building fundamentally. And, and actually what you're doing is, is by kind of helping people, you're making yourself more memorable to them. And, and more inclined, the more they're, they're more for, more inclined, therefore, to kind of you know con- contact you when they have a requirement, I guess. Uh, and clearly, you're demonstrating expertise as well. So you know, we mustn't we mustn't sort of forget that side of it. But but it's really interesting. So you know, we've been doing lots of research here as we as we as we do at Thrive and, and trying to kind of keep an eye out on what's happening in the wider world and what it means to our clients. And something we unearthed was. Um, <clears throat> piece of research by Gartner actually which showed the shift in b2b marketing spend and, and interestingly uh, budgets have well and truly been taken out of um, more traditional marketing and put into content marketing mm-hmm. uh, you know we get into a whole other topic here because for me it's a it's a convenient term applied to something that's always been around but we'll stick with content marketing for now second only to that was video because it's so closely linked to it so Clearly, in, in the kind of, you know, situation we find ourselves in, videos, you know, just rocketed in terms of the amount of content that is out there, whether it's brands trying to help people through webinars, through advice like you did, um, you know, there's just just a, a plethora of things going on, which, which is great, because again, as I said earlier, there's that authenticity that sometimes comes with video that is far more acceptable, and I think will remain beyond the pandemic. I think when things return to normal, um, there is absolutely going to be benefit to you <laughs> you know a place for uh, you know professionally produced video content absolutely but i think there will be uh, a rise in self-produced content or or certainly that will remain to a large degree so so if that's something that people are um <clears throat> contemplating and, and trying to work into their kind of marketing mix or you know uh, you want to help them beyond they feel that they should do this, like you said earlier on, there are those people sometimes that fall into the trap of of doing this kind of content just because they see others doing it and they think it's vogue. They don't really understand why they're doing it, but they just think that they should. What 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 sort of what sort of action could people go away and do, Nick, to kind of help them get going with something like this? I mean, the the I, I won't talk too much about the 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 technology side of things because the barrier to entry to create video content now is is so crazy low that that most of us have the ability the availability the first time in human history we have the ability to create video content with with some a device that we probably never even bothered to try and create video content with because we're carrying it around in our pocket and making phone calls with it and sit on facebook and playing uh, whatever it is it's, it's the uh, i was about to say farmville but it's farmville's uh, several years old now no, but the, farmville's still the main thing <laughs> Bill's where it's at. Bill's where it's at. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the the big so the barrier to entry is so crazy, crazy low. Um, the, the, there's lots of information out there about how to um, how to how to start it from a technical side of things. But in some ways, I think stopping and taking a pause to think about the sort of content you want to try and produce is maybe the very first thing you should do. So, what I suggest someone go doesn't do, I mean, they can be very 
some people can be very precious about this, but go and go away and think about one easy problem that you can solve in your customer's world and then make a video about how you can, how they can go and fix it. Now, a lot of people don't like this idea because they're sitting there and going, but, but I charge for this stuff and I should be, they should be paying me to go and fix this. And the answer quick, the quick answer to that is, well, if it's something that, um, that they can fix themselves after two minutes of watching a video, then maybe you should maybe be focusing on other things and maybe going a little bit deeper than that in your own business as well. Yeah. But if you if you can fix that one irritating problem that they have, or it might not be might be more than irritating to them, then you're instantaneously um, you're you're building up that social currency that we we're talking about. You're instantaneously making someone think that's somebody that I want to go to if I have more problems further on down the line with this. So rather than thinking about um, what how you can sell or introduce yourself. Think about how you can add value. Find that one pain that you can go and fix for them or get them to go and fix themselves and then tell them how. Yeah, again, as you quite rightly said earlier, it comes back again, doesn't it, to that problem that you that you, that you help people solve quite quite rightly. No, that, that's really interesting, Nick. I think, I think one thing is for sure, and we've seen a lot of our, our clients doing their own video content. We see we've kind of helped and supported them in, in, in certain areas too. It definitely seems to get much higher levels of engagement across things like social platforms than static content. I think it's so easy, isn't it, just to get lost in the noise and video certainly remains a key part of standing out in that. Just so important that given that people heed your advice and the content of that video is considered thought about and is helpful to people in some way. I, th I think the only thing I can, I can add to that as well, Nick, is again, just, just think about who it is that you want to engage with that video. And I think, again, that's just something that you that you see perhaps forgotten a little bit. I, I cringe every time, every time I see somebody doing a selfie video in, a, in, the, in the driver's seat of their car, you know, before they go into a meeting or something like that, or just as they come out of one, you know, I don't really care, to be honest with you. Give me something helpful that I can, that I can learn from. Now, that's really good. Thanks. Thanks for that, Nick. Really appreciate you, you spending a little bit of time imparting some knowledge there. Short and sweet, just, just how we like it on Campfire. Um, and uh, hope hope things go well for you in the future and I'm sure we'll keep in touch chat soon.